0: Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Hassan with another episode of The Influence Continuum. This is a special opportunity for me to reconnect with two time Emmy Award winning producer, director, uh, and Melissa Jo Peltier. You first contacted me a few years ago saying, I love the cult of Trump. I read it twice. I need to interview you. I'm like, it's COVID. She said, don't worry. You said, don't worry. We'll wear masks and blah, blah, blah. And long story short, we rented a room in a hotel and you brought a crew up and we did the interview for your stellar documentary called The Game is Up and how i fit in is your idea was to interview former trump cult members and let them tell their stories and also interview other experts and you've done this amazing documentary that finally has a distributor was it amazon amazon Amaz- prime it's on
1: yeah it's on amazon prime Yep. Uh, that's that's uh, you can rent it there and commercial free. It's on Google Play. Yep. It's on to be with commercials and it's also on our uh, distributor site, indie rights on YouTube. and that's with Great. commercials. That's with well, a lot what of we're gonna <laughs>
0: do after this is we're gonna do a quickie blog. We'll put all these links Great. in and um, links. And we did a bunch of webinars, you yes. know after after the documentary to, Kind of be timely. And this was um, before the the 2020 election. It's a shame that you couldn't raise the funds and get (gasps) the distributor before the 2020 election. But frankly, nothing's changed other than the cult of Trump continues. And now we're facing a period of the midterms and beyond to the next presidential election and trumpism is not going away even if he's indicted and no. convicted and sent to jail no because of what i said in the cult of trump who are the puppet masters etc um but i i so want people to listen to this interview with you i would like you to take over now and talk about how you conceptualized the film brought it together and and We'll have a conversation about the game is up.
1: Thank you, Stephen. Well, you know, um, the whole idea of the cult of Trump, that that was sort of parallel to me thinking about this. But, you know, early on, I'm sure, just like you, I wanted to do something. I wanted to contribute something. And I was contributing, you know, a m- little bit of money that I had. And I was contributing, you know, writing and, and tweeting and, and you know, going going to, protests and all those things, but I just felt like I wanted to use my skill set to do something, to awaken people to just how awful, <laughs> how awful this, this Trumpism is to our nation and to our the people in it. And while I was on Twitter, I was watching Joe Walsh, the former Republican Tea Party congressman uh, turned republican right-wing shock jock (laughs) uh i was watching him in real time from about i don't know like maybe april of 2017 through july of 2018 i was watching him evolve from a trump supporter to somebody who was seeing things he didn't agree with and he was calling them out and he was saying wait a minute since when does a president insult you know the fbi and the you know our, our intelligence agencies now wait a minute He just kept noticing things that the rest of us were noticing. And that to me, I thought, you know, naively, he would be the canary in the coal mine for the Republican Party, which he wasn't. (laughs) I thought, oh, all the coalitions are going to go this way.
0: He's been trying and he's still very active on Twitter and he's trying to message. He's trying to bring people back to reality.
1: Yeah, yeah. And And that 's the thing you know he was seeing reality in real time. I was following it, and then mm-hmm. the same thing happened with David Weissman, who was an army vet who was literally a Trump troll. He was literally a you know mean, nasty get in your you know your your face insult trump troll yep. Yep. and he changed he changed it took him a little bit longer, but he was educated by somebody outside his circles, he really was helped. To, somebody showed him the right way to do your own research. Yeah, I, your I own actually research.
0: wrote about him, Melissa jo, um, and I because he was trolling Sarah Silverman, the comedian. Exactly. And she did a version, not knowing my approach, but she did a version of what I call yes. the strategic interactive approach. And instead of blocking him, muting him, or shutting mm-hmm. him down or cursing him, she said, "Oh, you're a veteran. Thank you for your service." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "What? A famous <laughs> celebrities you know messaging to me and And I think the context was ma- uh school violence, where uh-huh. you know people were going into uh kill little kids in right. schools. And she said, well, you, you're a veteran. You're against what we're talking about to prevent gun violence. What are your ideas, please? Which mm-hmm. is respectful, curiosity, asking a question. Exactly. And he he was like, I don't know what we can do to stop school shootings. What are your ideas, Sarah? And. It started a chain reaction where he started reality testing. And I wrote about him in the book because he is an example like Joe Walsh that people can wake up and change and understand psychology of influence and and all the the techniques. Please continue. Well, I was such a a
1: fan of yours because I've been studying cults for at least, gosh, probably 20 years. (laughs) Um, Ah. I started doing the research for... um, a project that never actually happened but but I got went down the rabbit hole with it and and I learned about you know Scientology and I have like a whole shelf on my library that's cult books and many of them are yours <laughs> and so I was recognizing the cult stuff early thanks mm-hmm. to my education by you and and others like you who have been studying this phenomenon and mm-hmm. um and actually my mother made me read a book about cults before I went to college in California. <laughs> my New oh, England Yankee mother. Yeah, she was just worried. I think she knew I was kind of a seeker and a, a you know curious person. And I think she was afraid that I would be curious and be, you know, lured in. And so mm-hmm. she made me read a, a book that summer before I went out. And and I was approached. I was approached by Scientology and I was approached by I was approached by somebody else too. And I the Scientology guy got me as far as the building because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, he, I he was pretending to be a graduate student at the university I was I was at in Pomona College. He was from Claremont University, and uh-huh. um, he was uh, uh, very convincing. You know, I was walking my bike. He was like, you know, we're. Everyone wants to help out a fellow graduate student who's really cute who needs a survey done, right?
0: Oh, that's how I got me cute uh, yeah. girls after my girlfriend yeah. <laughs> dumped me. Yeah. oh and my so, goodness! But thanks
1: to my mom and my and my, you know, my my radar was up. Yeah, and so I got the hell out of there.
0: <laughs> Preventive and, education is a version yeah. of inoculation for the mind yes. virus of it course is. of mind control, right? It
1: absolutely is, and. Anyway, so I saw that too. And my thought was there's a lot of people in Trump circles who are not liking what he's saying and doing, but they're afraid to say it. They, they're afraid they're wrong because no one else is saying it, you know, and they don't have any, any feedback to their worries. You know, if Mm -hmm. they even voice them in their group, they get shot down. So my thought was let's show them, let's, let's try to get a, a variety of people who everyone can relate to. They all had different reasons for voting for Trump and different reasons for not for changing their mind about him. Different, yeah. you know, impetus to break the spell, but they can be identified with. You know, let's give them people to identify with who can break it down on how Trump really is betraying America, and how they saw it and what changed for them and how they came out. And I, I wanted to do that as like you wanted to do your book as a, a, an act of conscience. Um, yeah. I, We raised a little bit of money through a pack, but we didn't raise enough to finish it. And it ended up pretty much coming out of my pocket, which it was Mm. pretty disastrous in a way. It's
0: a shame. Yeah.
1: Oh, God. Well, I'm, you know, I'm very broke right now. But but I just had to do it. I knew that if Trump got reelected and I hadn't made this film, then I would never forgive myself. And Mm. because we couldn't get it finished before uh, 2020 election, we did have the Bacha Goldberg uh, segment out and we did oh, it, all these Oh, please tell people webinars. about
0: Bacha and and the oh, other pe- a great other story. ex yeah. members
1: well, Bacha, Folks, this
0: is a great documentary trust me L- watch <laughs> it seriously rent it or buy it have a have a party and get friends together and watch it because it really will help you see there is hope that people yes even though they've spent years and gave lots of money can go, wait right. a minute, this does not make sense or these right. are violating my values. Please continue, Bacha Goldberg is where I interrupted you.
1: Exactly, so. sure. Well, she Bacha Goldberg was a rising star in the kind of Charlie Kirk, Candace Owen, uh, Ben Shapiro kind of circles. She mm-hmm. was uh New York, Brooklyn, New York Republican, which is not that common. Uh and she she in fact she restarted the Brooklyn Republican young Republican Party, which mm-hmm. um club rather, which uh a childhood friend of my husband who grew up in Brooklyn, uh had actually started in the seventies. <laughs> so mm-hmm. she restarted it. And that's actually how we found her, because we found her through him. He was a Republican mm-hmm. consultant. He's yep. no longer one. Uh he left he knew too much about Trump and he left, and he yep. has been a stall. His name is um, Jerry O'Brien. But uh, Bacha was all in for Trump. She was not voting yet, but she was helping him get elected. She was going to all these events. She went to his rallies. She got her dad to drive for eight hours and stand, stand in line for eight hours for his rallies. And she describes his rallies as like a drug. He's, she said it was a very unhealthy drug, but that's how you felt when you were there. You were mm. just you were just amped up. You were so, so in his thrall while you were there. Even if you didn't go in agreeing with stuff, you came out agreeing with it. And that's pretty cult leader standard stuff. But she didn't know that. Of course, she, she just thought this means he's a great man. Um, And she was all for Trump. Very happy with what Trump was doing until Charlottesville. Uh And she's Jewish and she has family who were killed in the Holocaust. And it, it also happened that her parents were refuseniks from Russia. They were refugees from Russia, uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. from communist
1: Russia. And she, they had told her her whole life, even though she became conservative, and her dad was conservative, her mother yes. was not, but her dad was, um, she she knew what to watch for. You know, Just like mm-hmm. I was saying that I knew with my education from yep. my mom preparing me for college, And uh, she knew. And so she had a bad feeling about that. And, but she was willing to forgive Trump for it. It was a mistake. She was interviewed by a reporter. The reporter said, well, you know, how do you and your your Brooklyn club feel about about what Trump said? And she said, well, we're all very disappointed in him. You know, we're very disappointed in what he said. That's Mm -hmm. all she said. You know, fair, right? In a free society, you should be able to say I'm disappointed in something Somebody you you support does, right? Mm -hmm. Well, she got a call immediately from the Republican Party in New York saying, you cannot say that. Republicans have to love Trump. We have to say really good stuff about Trump or nothing at all. And she was appalled because this reminded her very much of what her mother had told her about living in a totalitarian society where you are supposed to say only the party line, and in fact, you're only supposed to think the party line, and that really, really woke her up. And I think that was the beginning of the end for her. Uh, and she, but she had made the Republican Party her whole life. I mean, she that was her work. She was working. She was running yep. campaigns. She went to the inauguration. She hung out with, you know, she has a photo with um, Kellyanne Conway at the at the the yep. um, the balls. Yeah. Uh, she was, you know, the most excited about Trump, and she learned the hard way that he was not going to be a president for everybody and that his vision of America was not the vision the founders had and or her parents had when they came here for freedom.
0: Right. If I may may interrupt for a second, Melissa Joe, and just say that after the Soviet Union collapsed, I was brought to Moscow at the invitation of a psychologist who was familiar with my work. Uh, to do a workshop for psychiatrists, psychologists there, because all the cults from America were rushing into Russia. And they was like, what's up with this? So I was teaching about brainwashing and mind control. And the reaction was, Uh, Dr. Hassan, do you understand you're describing the whole system of pedagogy of the Soviet Union? Of course. (laughs) Do you understand that we would put dissidents in psychiatric facilities because they are criticizing the regime? And I'm like, yes. Oh, you are counseling us. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, if the shoe fits, it was yeah. a, it was an amazing experience I had How in Russia. but i that? I just wanted to 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 put a little exclamation on Abacha's pa- family saying we got we we ran away from this right. authoritarianism
1: yeah and and one of the things she says in our film, um uh, which i wish I wish I could have she expounded more on it, but she said, you know, there's people right now who believe there should only be one party the Trump party and and they believe that a dictatorship would be better you know i just have somebody who will take care and wipe out all the people i hate but she said you know you you think you want it but believe me you don't and nobody in america has really understood what a totalitarian country is what a fascist country is yep. and you know with the greatest generation dying out which included my dad who fought in world war 2 um yeah. That,
0: My dad too.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, they are. Um, they're. It, this country has forgotten what we are supposed to stand for, and it's not Christian nationalism, and it's not, uh, you know, the um, uh, what's the, the term again? The um,
0: dominionists, the yes. Christian right, the the seven it's mountains, the new apostolic reformation. Oh yeah. But if I may also add, um, when people are raised in an authoritarian cult, whether it's Mm -hmm. a political cult like a country or raised in a Bible cult or some other authoritarian type group, unless they understand social psychology and what's normal and what growing up in freedom where parents want children to individuate and learn to think for themselves... Unless that happens, there's a strong tendency for them to seek out another authoritarian cult.
1: Like Janine. <laughs> because it makes
0: them feel safe because that's mm-hmm. what they grew up with. And so when she's talking about there are many people who want a dictatorship, I, my theory is a lot of these same folks were raised that way. Yeah, and uncertainty creates a lot of stress, mm-hmm. the anxiety, etc., and the comforting voice: "I got it, I know it all, I'm smarter yes. than the generals, yes. I know more than the economists. Trust me, it soothes the fear, even though." The frontal cortex goes, wait a minute, he's a pathological liar about (laughs) everything, 35,000 documented lies while he was in the White House. How can I trust him? And actually, that was the thing that woke me up from the moon cult was in the course of my deprogramming. I was shown one of his speeches where he was coddling up to congressmen and senators and saying how much he loves America and respects Americans. And I heard him personally dis America and American and and say democracy was satanic personally. And that was the thing that, wait a minute, he's a liar. And as soon as I let that conscious thought happen, it felt like a house of cards in my mind going blah, mm-hmm. plop, 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 plop because how could he be a man of God if he's a liar? Right. How can they trust him if he's a liar? <laughs> and well, that, I, I'm that, gonna say for our listeners, would you ever consider entering a business relationship with a known liar? Someone who's screwed everyone that he's ever done business with, would you really? Would you marry someone who's a pathological liar who it's all about them and they don't care a damn about you? No. So why would you want anybody to represent us that has those you know nefarious qualities?
1: Herschel Walker. <laughs> I mean it's but you know what I that, I was I've been reading up on you know the the current Christian National cult and and the cult that seems to be forming in Congress and they both the evangelical version and the catholic version seem to have an out clause for the truth which is that we need to make this a theocracy. We need to make yeah. our rules based on the Bible. You know, yeah. what I don't know what testament they're talking about, but um
0: No, it's <laughs> this, it's it certainly the direct the revelation. It's not the New Testament. The leaders of these cults say they're apostles or prophets and they get direct revelations. Right. And and they're running, you know. Behavior control, information control, thought control, emotional, my bite model of authoritarian control. Exactly. Cults. And they program their people to fear the Democrats or anyone who doesn't, you know, sign up with them as the enemy. They're not just different, but they are actually the enemy. Exactly.
1: And the ends justify
0: the means and mind control cults. So, Lying is fine, killing is fine, as long as you advance the cause. It's yeah, so, and that's so dangerous. Terrible. I
1: mean, it's, it's, it's totally yeah. and justifies the means no matter what. Yep. So that, that allows you to do, you know, atrocities, really, yep. because it's for a greater good. You know, um, I, I can kill my neighbor because God wants something my neighbor isn't doing you know, I mean, that is, that's where it leads. And that's what, that's what scares me. And that's why I feel like when you see in our film, when you see these people change and you see them tell their stories and, you know, I come from a liberal background, but I wanted to talk to Republicans. I mean, Mm -hmm. I really did. I wanted to understand why they voted for Trump also. And I think that's something really important for liberals to do to fight the polarization and the tribalization is to watch this film because people weren't all especially you know 2020 maybe but 2020 2016 people who voted for Trump were not all racist they weren't okay. all uh, crazy evangelical you know the the end is coming next week people they were yep. normal people a lot of a lot of normal republicans who yep. assumed this would be a normal republican presidency Uh, even though the warning signals were blaring all over, you know, they, everybody, like for instance, Chris Gibbs, the farmer in our, in our documentary, Chris uh, is a, is a farmer. His whole life is about this, you know, his family business, his farm. Yeah. And it's a rough life. It's a a really hard life. It's hard to stay, uh, you know, in, in profit when you're a farmer. And he was very concerned about agricultural, you know, and, and, and environmental regulations. So that was his like laser focus. And Trump said, Oh, I'm going to repeal this one law that Obama had put in, which allowed um, inspectors from the EPA to come literally on Mm -hmm. your land to look at your, your water. And Mm -hmm. it was a a misstep by Obama because he didn't read the room there for for farmers. (laughs) You know, I mean, I think that there would have been other, ways that that could have been done without you know a sweeping new law that says wait a minute they're coming on my land they're gonna you know do my fish pond which they could you know and so he said well i'm gonna repeal that so farmers love that because that had taken on sort of a a symbolic meaning for farmers you know against obama against the democrats like look at this they're coming into our lives yeah and so he heard trump say that and he thought huh maybe maybe this guy's gonna be great and mm-hmm. uh, he, he very shortly learned that he was actually disastrous for agriculture and farmers. Disastrous right. He was it. very
0: influential to me when I first watched him talking and interacted with him. He's just a, literally salt of the earth, down to earth, really practical, common sense, good American. Mm-hmm. It's like, I wish I hadn't voted for him. I made a bad mistake. Right. You know. Right.
1: And, and that's another thing, too, like you pointed out in, in the documentary, because you, you come up, you know, at, at opportune moments throughout with your the points that, mm. that um, part of the problem is people don't want to change their minds and they don't want to admit they were wrong. And the truth is, and I, I want to say this to liberals, too, you know, when somebody says, oh, my gosh, this was wrong. I'm on the other side now. Don't don't be nasty and rub their face in what they used to do. You know, welcome them in. Because we need a coalition and people who've seen the light should not be punished for having once not seen the light. They shouldn't. Yeah, understanding
0: social psychology and that we're mm -hmm. all humans and we all have believed lies at some point, whether it was someone knocking on our door and selling us a vacuum cleaner we don't need or... Being I in a relationship <laughs> with somebody who <laughs> mm-hmm. you know turned out to be a liar, who is you know, uh, mentally unstable, we all had these moments. But the key is pick yourself up and go. You know what? We make mistakes. I didn't know what I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Now I know more. Um, apologize if you need to. Otherwise, just move on because mm-hmm. life's precious and life's short. Yes. And for me, um, I was so ashamed and embarrassed. And back in 76, when <laughs> I was deprogrammed, people were just learning about Moon because he was supporting Nixon during Watergate. In fact, right. I fasted for Nixon, even though I didn't like <laughs> Nixon before. Um, and, um, you know, the thing is, is that I had some. F- friends who would like stick my nose in it. How come you didn't listen to me? I told you it was a cult. And I, I Lenny, you know.
1: It's like, I feel bad enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, please, you know. Yeah. And my, but my next door neighbor, Monica, literally a friend from birth, um, uh, baked me chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> it said, well, come home. I still get teary eyed when I think of the, the touch Uh, you know, welcome home. So nice to have you back. that's what we need to do.
1: And, you know, Joe Walsh said to me when I called him, because he was the first person I called, because he was the first story I knew I wanted to do, you know, to ask him if he would do something like this. And he said, you know, thank you, Melissa, because you and Molly Jong Fast were the only liberals who are nice to me. (laughs) Mm. And it's like, you know, I'm sorry. I believe in being nice to everybody. Yes, Uh, me too. and, And, and asking them questions exactly. because i want to know if what what are they basing this on is it something i should look into or is it something that i'm is it you know my aunt's cousin's personal trainer on facebook
0: <laughs> yep
1: and 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 that is a really important thing to to find out just for yourself
0: yep uh, i want to so plug was, adam grant for one moment if you sure. don't mind oh, yes. melissa mm-hmm. So Adam Grant's a very famous social psychologist. He has podcasts and he's written incredibly wonderful books. One of them was called Think Again. Hmm. And I love this book because it says nothing about cults in it, but it's like just separate your ego from your beliefs and pursue truth. And And be prepared to change your mind. And it's not an assault on your identity, your ego. It's you you, you believe what you believe based on the information you had. And be happy if you change your mind because you're alive and you're growing. So it's a wonderful book. I highly recommend everybody read it. It's not a political book. In fact, I reached out to him and said, can I interview you? And he's like, nah, I'm just gonna stay in the social psychology lane. But it's such Mm. an important thing to have this respectful curiosity, being able to listen, to, to step into other people's shoes, invite them to step into your shoes. And what I learned from him and in terms of all of my 46 years was the best thing to do is approach like a Trump true believer and say, listen, you're an intelligent, educated person, I respect you, I don't believe what you believe, but I'm prepared to change my beliefs. Can you agree to an agreement with me where we take turns, you share something that was very influential in persuading you to believe in Trump, or Mm -hmm. Trumpism, and we'll watch it together or listen to it together and discuss it. And then I'll have a turn to share something to get your opinion on, and we'll watch it together and go back and forth. Right, And that works to help people get out, especially if you understand cult dynamics, it's always more effective to talk about other cults than the one that the person's in. And Mm -hmm. with MAGA folks, Talking about Chinese communist brainwashing, they love to talk about that.
1: Of course. And they I think like that's to what talking, we're doing.
0: <laughs> and they love to talk about pimps and, and sex traffickers and how they recruit and indoctrinate people to be slaves. So they're frames to discuss social psychology and mind control. But you ask questions in a way where you want the person to connect the dots to what, yes, right?
1: Exactly. I always tell people, you know, to to ask questions, to get, put your emotions aside, mm-hmm. to ask questions and to listen, but keep asking questions till they get to the bottom of their talking points because their talking points are essentially thought stopping techniques, like an occult. Yep. And when they get to the bottom of them, a lot of times they just freeze and for me i'm saying you know it's very hard to change minds like this but what if during that freeze they had a moment of doubt you know just one moment of doubt and you don't need to yell at them or call them names or anything just let them have those moments of doubt let them sit with it for a second you know and make sure if you're going to give them information that it's it's pretty much primary source information you know so yep. they can't say the d- the deep state did it but they they may anyway, but, but yep. um, that's sort of the best thing. And that's actually how Sarah O'Connell, a British um, follower of Sarah Silverman, who kind of took it on herself to educate, well, to help David Weissman educate himself. Mm. And what she did was she sent him very good, primary source articles from a wide variety of sources. And she let him do his own research And, you know, she she would say, look, you know, I'm not telling you not to like Trump, but I'm telling you that this thing that you think isn't actually factual, let me show you. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she showed the evidence of his draft dodging, which really him as a veteran, that really got him.
0: Yeah. You You find the common ground elements where you can agree with a person, mm -hmm. you know, has the government lied to us in the past? Yeah. They did MK Ultra. They were doing mind control on citizens and LSD and a million other things. So you find points of agreement. Right. And, you know, I, I, I basically say the whole system is corrupted. We need to shift the oh, whole yeah. system. The Democrats are not the answer, except that we need to continue... With the Democrats till we can change laws and put back the the, the checks and balances and get the dark money out of politics. Right. With that whole Supreme Court thing about Ooh, allowing I mean, corporations exactly. is a disaster. But we the point is I'm not like light, saying be a Democrat for life. I'm saying the midterms and the presidential election. If you're going to elect an election denier who doesn't believe in the law, doesn't believe in facts, even though mm-hmm. Bill William Barr, Trump's own AG, said that the, <laughs> the election wasn't right. stolen, his own attorneys said the election wasn't stolen. And he and and but this is a coup attempt with January sixth and everything else, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: but um, uh, so I am urging people to educate yourself and vote and understand oh, that w- voting is precious. We shouldn't take it for granted. And if we have an opportunity to do early voting, do it because you don't want to wait till the last second, frankly, because things yeah. can happen at the polling site to disrupt. You know the the uh, the. Oh the, yeah, the, that's uh, they're
1: planning on that. They're planning. Well, on that's
0: that. what I'm worried about, and Me that's too. why people uh, who are watching this are telling everyone volunteer to watch polls because if it's only the Trumpists that are coming to the polls, that's out of balance, and that's and not some gonna of them happen.
1: are going to come armed. They are.
0: So uh, all I can say is. Um, it's a precarious time in human history, it- and violence is not going to solve anything. It's going to make things worse. And the oh, yeah. enemies of America, the enemies of democracy, the enemies of human rights who have authoritarian countries or cults want the government to fall apart. They oh, don't yeah. want regulations, you know, and, and, and they basically want people to do whatever they tell them to do
1: also you know Putin uh, and Russia and the communist countries including China um, and P- Putin's uh, Russia's not communist but it was and the way he runs the nation is sort of like you know sort of sort of Soviet light but um I think that Like a
0: KGB uh, agent
1: yeah exactly <laughs> which he is yeah, yeah. It was but I, yeah. I was yeah um I guess you never I think wasn't it him who said you never you're never an ex KGB. I've heard
0: that actually. Yeah. It's called FSB now, but it's right. it's really run like a a mafia, an oligarchy, oh, yeah. you know, uh, situation.
1: Yeah, it's a police and state he, that backs up criminals basically.
0: Yes, it's it, it yeah. that said. But I want to come back to the film because I really okay. want people to rent it or buy it. I want them to invite other people to rent it and buy it and share on social media. Because the the people who want Trumpism want to stop people from seeing your film oh, or yeah. hearing about me, the cult of Trump.
1: We've had a, a I mean, I can, can't even begin to start telling you. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not sure that my account on twitter being hacked it wasn't related to that too yeah. um because i was tweeting a lot about the film because we don't have any money for publicity so you know we're we're right. doing everything we can uh you know grassroots to 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 get the word out about it
0: exactly and i i i i she said help you know write a review steve i did it <laughs> and was like steve would you interview me tomorrow yes. melissa <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's do this, please. Because really, the film should have been viewed by every American, in my opinion. And a discussion needs to happen right. about the fact that human minds can be tricked and hacked. Oh, yeah. People are getting recruited and indoctrinated online uh, because uh, personal data is being collected into the dark <laughs> web and AI is able to target ads that they know are gonna press the buttons to mm-hmm. make them vote the way they, they want you to vote. Right. And we just, we need to be educated consumers and people don't realize how, how much the internet has been co-opted by greed <laughs> and by people who don't want regulation or pri- data privacy regulation. And really, they want to destroy America's because we're the only country that will stand up to Putin, has right. the means to stand up As to a means, Putin yes, and, yes. and China, for that matter, and Iran yeah, and I North mean, Korea.
1: And, you know, the whole all, the, the whole story about noel oh, Biden's a tool of China, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, Biden is finally doing something about China. Trump went ahead and got his daughter a bunch of trademarks in China. <laughs> right. So it's, it, you know, it, it, the there's a huge level of lies that um, have become mainstream. Yeah. And it's so frustrating, I know, for, you know, to, for people to have to listen to them and to say, no, 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 that's yeah, not true. Yeah. And I
0: just want to say that yeah. I've been censored by the mainstream media. So when mm-hmm. Trumpers say the mainstream media, I'm like, I agree with oh. you. Do you know I used to be on every TV show before I wrote The Cult of Trump, and then people are afraid to do that. Bandy Lee edited a book, great book, called The Dangerous Case of Donald Trump. And after the book became a bestseller, she got censored too. So we need to do a grassroots educational campaign. And mental health professionals really have something to say there's yeah. record levels of depression and anxiety. Anxiety. But the media is more <laughs> interested in in making money from advertisers, and a big pharma wants you to take pills instead of yeah. like.
1: I think it's even deeper than that. I think I think you know I've been saying this is the '90s uh-huh. because I I I was in I had just started my career around the time when the fairness doctrine was was repealed. Just Explain a bit what that, that. is. Oh well, the use doctrine was—it was a, a, a an uh, FCC law that said that you know if you have somebody with a, a partisan opinion on your show, you have to have equal time to somebody with the other opinion, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yep. So
1: um, Fox News wouldn't exist if <laughs> that were the case now. But Fox News is cable, and so you know cable is not even bound by those rules. But um, what what's interesting a, about it was. When people kept saying, you know, I kept hearing Rush Limbaugh with the liberal media. Liberal media, then as he was saying this, the media was getting less and less liberal because it was it was getting, uh, you know, vertical integration. It was basically uh, in in the mid 2000s. It was or 2000 before 2010. I think it was six Mm -hmm. multinational corporations owned 90 percent of U.S. media. Six. Corporations, multinational corporations, who runs that? It's not Rachel Rachel Maddow, not Anderson Cooper. The person who runs that is a member of the board, the chairman of the board, and they are sitting down and they're looking at shareholder profits, and they're corporate. The corporate agenda wants less regulations, tax breaks, Uh, You know, control of free speech so people can't trash their product. And I mean, they are really on board. And don't forget the fossil
0: fuel industry, the oil and and et cetera, don't want want green anything.
1: Right. They want to continue to destroy the planet until, you know, which I don't even understand How people can live with themselves. They have grandkids, you know, they have kids, grandkids. How can you live with yourself knowing that your child is going to be living on a dying planet that may die very quickly? And I I don't understand how they can do that. I maybe I think that they're they're either so narcissistic or so in that bubble of thinking, or maybe they just believe that. By their wealth, their children will escape all of this somehow.
0: Yeah. So there are ideologies that are toxic. I've written about Ayn Rand and her oh. doctrine of selfishness oh, yes. is good and altruism is bad. Oh, yeah. so there's, yeah. That's one piece of it. There's mm-hmm. social Darwinism. Well, I've made a billion dollars, so I'm a superior person to yes. everyone else who hasn't made a billion dollars. Yes. And, that and is so what if half the attitude. planet dies... Um, my family, we, you know, we'll we'll figure out how to do well with whoever's left, <laughs> and uh, and some of these folks are truly into Armageddon, like they oh, really yeah. think Jesus is coming back and God's going to remake the entire planet. So it doesn't matter how much pollution, because God's going to snap a finger and everything's going to be fine, or they're going to go to heaven. You know, paradise or whatever. So they're not, they're in cultic mindsets, in my opinion. Like the billionaires need an intervention in my opinion. Oh my gosh. I think, honestly,
1: I think it's a disease. I think it's like an addiction, wealth hoarding, you know, because these people have multiple lifetimes they could live at the most. I mean, you can't, once you have that much money, you can't spend it all. You really can't.
0: Uh, and absolutely, and you spoil can't your kids if you give it all to them. Like, but even the, if you do,
1: they can't spend it all, and then their kids can't spend it all. So, yeah. how many, how many generations of unlimited wealth do you want? And yeah. you know, we all know what happens to children. Usually, children of wealthy people they usually yep. disappoint. <laughs> yep. um, usually, not always, but yep. I think. So,
0: what I I do want to interrupt, if I may, because sure. I'm looking at the time. You interviewed some evangelicals yes. that I was also very impressed with. Can you talk a little bit about them?
1: Well, that in was, you know, I had a wish list. I had a wish list for types of people for my yep. film. And, and the one thing I didn't get was a border family who were being displaced by eminent domain because of the wall, because there actually were a lot who had uh-huh. voted for Trump, who suddenly found that, you know, their family farm that they've had for 200 years is now Government property, and but none of them would talk to us because they were in the middle of lawsuits. Uh-huh. You know, they were trying to sue the government to try to get a little more money for their, you know, their property or to stop them. Yeah. And so I cu- we couldn't get that. It was so frustrating because I really thought that was important. There were people who were shocked. They voted for Trump. They loved the idea of the wall, but then, oh, what you want my farm for the wall? <laughs> right. So, uh, and you know, eminent domain is traditionally in the Republican Party something people fight against.
0: Yep. Indeed. But suddenly,
1: suddenly it was fine if it was Trump. Yeah. So that's that's important. But um, but with the Back evangelicals, the
0: evangelicals who that's who, who I really
1: wanted to get, yeah, and great. and we were able to find, uh, three evangelicals plus uh, a pastor and um, and, an Episcopalian uh a priest minister. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm sorry, she was Protestant. Sorry, not not well. Episcopalian is Protestant uh-huh. I don't I don't know the denomination of her church but um, doctor people Jackie are gonna Lewis, watch
0: your documentary and they'll get the background
1: yeah but you know um, they well the bottom line is people are told from the pulpit who to vote for they're told yeah and as one of our evangelical um, uh, pastors has said to us you know naturally very religious people, evangelicals, tend to have a little authoritarian leaning anyway because they look up to their pastors and ministers and priests as the word. You know, they are the Mm -hmm. intermediary between God and them. Mm -hmm. So whatever they say has to be true. Mm -hmm. And what happened, and even we have an evangelical who was a recent graduate of Liberty University in the film, and Mm -hmm. he basically, you know, says it like it is liberty university you know they basically have now they they've joined republicanism and evangelicalism as the same which they're not
0: Mm. right
1: and uh they have really pressured students there and in other churches like that the hawthorne couple that we interviewed who were Mm -hmm. evangelicals they pressured them from their their pulpit um and Mm -hmm. that's how they ended up voting for trump And I think it's so important that evangelicals see other evangelicals who came to the truth and how they came to that truth. That's so
0: important. People who know the Bible, people who love Jesus need to be speaking much more directly about faith in the Bible and Jesus of the Bible, not not some living apostle who says that they supplant you know cuz it's new revelations no oh, yeah, no, yeah. no 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 yeah
1: jesus jesus the um i <laughs> i think it was um riggleman who said i've been reading um denver riggleman's book which you you should read it's yeah really i read excellent. it yeah oh I did read you it. yeah yes yeah, the breach
0: um, it's called the
1: breach it's incredible but um you know it, it, suddenly jesus is a bully <laughs> suddenly he's this macho yeah. bully you know who's strapping an ak47 and uh and, and his thinks wife. Nice- and is well, he's been white for a long time. <laughs> 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 he's been white since I was raised in the church, anyway. But, mm. um, but <laughs> which is obviously not true. But right. it's um, you know they're, they're not following the Jesus of the Gospels. Right. They're
0: not. Exactly.
1: And that guy has has vanished, and, and some other guy has has supplanted him.
0: Right. So we're going to wrap up in a few more minutes, but there were other experts that you summoned to be part oh, of yes. your documentary. I'm not the only one. Why don't you share with our listeners some of the other experts and why you chose them, please?
1: Well, um, Dr. John Schindler talked about uh, uh, the national security um, response to Trump siding with Putin over them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a, a He's very right wing, <laughs> and I wanted him... You know, just as a right-wing person, he would say that. You know that yep. everybody was saying, "What is going on with Trump and Putin?" Then, because there's just right. you know, there were t- questions to begin with, but never in in history has a a U.S. president sided with a, a, a hostile state against his own security forces. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it just absolutely that was in crazy. Helsinki,
0: if I remember correctly, yes, when July was- 2018. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and he met with Putin, and they couldn't keep keep notes or something. Oh yeah, the no, they, they
1: they wouldn't allow notes. Um,
0: <laughs> Duh.
1: I know, and and but you know our media treated it normally, and yeah. uh, again, you know the media, the people who decide a lot of what you see in media that's controlled that makes it not a liberal media is what you don't see. Yeah. Not just what you do see. I mean, MSNBC. Yeah, and framing a thousand It's critically framing.
0: important. And yeah, who, some like, other experts that you, oh, you uh, interviewed. Oh, uh,
1: Dr. Jen Murciasa, who is yeah. a brilliant, um, she wrote a book also, and it was called The uh, uh, Demagogue for President, The Rhetorical Genius of Donald Trump. And she talks about the all the strategies of communication that he uses, which are very deliberate, and very associated with people like Hitler, with, with dictators. Yep. And uh, mind control techniques that work on crowds. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing that. And she's saying, you know, don't write him off as, as a dumb guy. He may not be curious. He may not be intellectually, you know, interested in, in things, but he understands how to communicate and manipulate.
0: Yep. And you as don't. <laughs> you book. hearing
1: him don't. Right, exactly. <laughs> He yep. understands it, so she's really wonderful, and she does. She goes yeah. into some of that. Um, Dr. Jackie Lewis, who is a a, a, a scholar, uh, um, a biblical scholar, a minister at um, uh, Middle Church in New York City, she mm-hmm. talks a lot about what she sees as uh, how how Jesus has been corrupted, really.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and who else do we have? Remind me.
0: Um I let's see uh did you mention John Schindler or Dina yeah. Grayson
1: oh, Dina, oh. of course, yeah, yeah, she's a friend Dr Dina Grayson Dina was very involved in the original obama um Ebola response and is an expert on pandemics <laughs> and mm-hmm. she in fact she was the one who who i think she was it might have been in December of 2019 that she mm. was telling some of us, look, you guys, this is going to be bad. This is mm. going to be bad. And mm-hmm. she was right, of course. And she talks a lot about how the um, Trump administration botched the response and how devastating mm-hmm. it was to this, the United States and our economy. Mm. Um Good. And uh Anyway, that's, and, we have a, a lot of, <laughs> was
0: it, did you already mention the fellow Brian from far, Farmers for Free
1: oh, Trade? Oh, right. Yes, 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 yes. Um, oh, blanking on his last name.
0: Brian Cole, or it's with a K. Brian. K-U-E-H-L. I'm not cool. sure how it's Brian pronounced. Cool.
1: Yeah. Um. Cool. He is uh, the director of Farmers for Free Trade and also, I think, Manufacturing for Free Trade. Uh And he is a really incredibly intelligent, well-read guy who understands the farm community and understands their needs and understands how economics actually, unlike Trump, how economics actually work (laughs) in trade. And uh, he addresses a lot of the issues with Trump's trade policies, which... You know, I, I hear people on top radio say, well, Trump did so much for the country. Well, no, <laughs> he really didn't. He, he wiped out a lot of farmers, a lot of yeah. bankruptcies, a lot of suicides. Yeah. And and it was hushed up because he gave them money, He basically gave them, you know, made them part of the welfare state.
0: Yeah. Which... And let's not forget the COVID hoax and, and the bleach and, uh, uh, you know, the ivermectin yeah. as a, instead of the vaccine killed so many. So Mm -hmm. many of Mm -hmm. his base, really, who trusted him and now they are in their the the ICU going, I was wrong. COVID is real.
1: I think there's something like five right wing talk radio hosts who all died of COVID who were denying it. I think it's five, it may be less, maybe four. But there were a number of them, you know, who were anti mask anti vax, and now they're dead.
0: Yeah. So the game is up is the title. And what's the subtitle? Remind me.
1: Disillusioned Trump voters tell their stories. And that's really what it is. They're telling their stories.
0: Great. And for our listeners, remind us it's on Amazon and Google Play. Yes.
1: Um, It's on Amazon, Google Play, and that's without commercials. Uh, if If you see it on Amazon, please leave us a nice review. It really does help people find us. Uh, and it's also f- for free with commercials on Tubi, mm-hmm. and on our uh, distributor Indie Rights YouTube
0: site. Okay, and do you still have the website for the documentary? Is yes,
1: it's it's, um, it's uh, uh, thegameisupmovie.com.
0: Great, the thegameisupmovie.com, and I right. do want to say because I went on Amazon, there's a button where it says like. Have a party, share this and have a party. Yes. I was like, what a great idea. Let's have a a watch party. party."
1: Absolutely. And, you know, if you have that neighbor who they took down all their signs, they don't wear the t-shirts and hats anymore, but they'll still defend him. They'll still say stuff to, you know, they'll still make excuses for him. Those are the people who maybe need to see this. So
0: here's my recommendation for those, for for people like that. And that is, if you have a relationship, a warm relationship with anybody, um, say, you know, there's this film, I'd really love to watch it with you and get your opinion about it. Yeah. And be prepared to hit the pause button as they're (laughs) reacting, but make it about them. You know, in other Mm -hmm. words, don't, Don't have a frame where you're trying to persuade them or tell them they're wrong, but just, I'm really curious what you think of this What do you think of Joe Walsh? And what do you think of this person? And what do you make of Hassan that... Jew who grew up <laughs> 1.3 miles from Donald Trump in Flushing Queens.
1: Unbelievable! You know the former
0: Mooney. <laughs> the former Mooney. What do you think? You know, do you think China China is doing brainwashing? Well, Steve, that helped Steve get out of the Moonies to learn about Chinese communist brainwashing. Oh, he wrote that book called The Cult of Trump. Have you read it? <laughs> oh, I don't want to pay for it. Well, they, they're in the library and there's even audios in the library for free, check it out. It's yes, cost, if, if cost sh-
1: less than, than your yeah. Trump sweatshirt.
0: <laughs> yeah, that you leave out. You, you wanna <laughs> leave out the dings and just be like warm. Yeah. Like I'm really, exactly. I care about you, you're intelligent, you're educated, I really wanna hear your point of view. And if you give me your attention to watch this, I'd be willing to give you my attention to watch anything you want me to watch with you and we'll talk about it because that is how we're going to end the polarization that has been done to us on purpose by psychological warfare techniques and social Mm -hmm. media, build warm relations with your neighbors and with other people. If you've blocked family members and friends and curse them out or whatever, apologize Say, I miss you. Can we please reform our relationship? Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about the weather. Let's talk about the kids. Let's talk about a family reunion. And just build the relationships back. Because ultimately love is stronger than mind control. And people really don't like to be lied to and exploited. Nobody does. and at the point that someone can get a new perspective and see options. And one of the brilliant pieces of this movie is you get to see really intelligent, educated, successful people who said, I believed in him and then I realized he was a liar and this is not good for our country. This is not aligning with our values. And let's move on for our kids' sake and our grandkids' sake
1: absolutely absolutely so, and you know it's again it's not about voting for Trump anymore it's about voting against trumpism which is still and, here it's actually worse <laughs> and it could get even worse
0: yeah and I, I would say instead of voting against trumpism it's like vote for people who care about the law vote for people who care about human rights and the, and vote for people who like the constitution yes. and want to honor the Constitution, and trust your conscience, trust your gut, and if there's some dissonance going on inside of you, my perspective is saying to people, look, you're intelligent. Listen to the other side. Make up your own mind. Don't just listen to the voices that say the other side is the enemy and is Satan and and don't trust anything. You're intelligent. Make up your own mind.
1: I still believe that most people are good.
0: Yeah, me too. You know. That's uh, why I have hope.
1: Yes, I mean you were you were a total jerk when you were a mooney, right? I mean <laughs> I was
0: a, I was a Nazi. That's what people said, and I'm Jewish. And I actually didn't realize how anti-Semitic the Moonies were until my deprogramming. And I met uh, Rabbi James Rudin who went through the entire doctrine and outlined by a hundred anti-Semitic points in the group. And I was like, I hadn't thought about it that yeah. way. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So well,
1: anyway, I'm so lucky you. to have had you in in the in the film, and thank you so much for interviewing me and getting the word out.
0: That's it for today's episode of the Influence Continuum. I've been your host, Dr. Stephen Hassan theme music for the podcast is by Nasser Malik. To keep up to date with me and happenings that I think are important, please visit my website at freedomofmind.com. There you'll find in-depth articles about cults, mind control, and other relevant topics. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at cultexpert. If you want to develop a comprehensive understanding of these topics, I highly recommend my books, Combating Cult Mind Control, Freedom of Mind, and The Cult of Trump, in that order. These books are a culmination of 45 plus years of experience and will really help you grasp the complex web of undue influence. I have also launched a new nine hour online course for anyone interested in a deep dive into issues related to recovering from undue influence in all forms. While this course is designed for clinicians, everyone can benefit. If you're a former member, I congratulate you for your bravery and invite you to use the hashtag I Got Out and join our online community at igotout.org. Remember, love is stronger than mind control. And thanks for listening.